Moonies! Welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm here with Kira Taborn, aka Astrology. She's an astrologer, writer, educator, and creator. She's also the host of the Astrology Show Podcast, founder of the 11th House, a membership for students and enthusiasts of astrology to gather, learn, and connect. And she's a co-founder of Cusp Astrology, the only modern astrology app with daily horoscopes and compatibility reports focused on love, sex, relationships, and the erotic. I'm super excited to have her on the show. Hey, Kara. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I am too. Well, the first question I like to ask every guest is, what is your first memory of watching Sailor Moon? So I came late. (laughs) I came to Sailor Moon very late. I'm pretty sure I started watching it for the first time in... 2017, I think. Um, I was just in my apartment in New York. Um, I just, I, okay, I guess the rewind to this would be I have a good friend named Shade, who I personally think you should have on the podcast, uh, but we could talk about that <laughs> another time. Well, I love She's Shade. My- <laughs> she okay. actually designed my um, uh, like podcast promo art stuff oh awesome yeah and she's def. i definitely want to have her on the podcast we've talked about okay. it it's happening yes okay good 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 um because yeah she's she who she's the one who really got me to like start watching because she's a huge sailor man fo- uh, fan and um we started you know becoming friends and talking about doing work together and she just was just she just raved about it. And it's just something I never encountered when I was younger. Um, I never watched anime when I was younger. It was just not, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't encounter it. But um, I remember putting it on one day. My roommates had this like projector. We had a projector instead of a TV. I just remember like putting it on and then just like starting to binge it. And um, I just loved it. I loved it from the beginning. I just thought it was so great in, on, in so many different ways. And um, yeah, I kind of got hooked from there. So it wasn't that long ago. And I still, it's still so, sort of like this comfort thing I come back to every now and then. I haven't like finished everything, but I have, I've have gotten through a couple seasons and yeah, definitely, definitely a big fan now. <laughs> That is awesome. I love that so much because, you know, as for me, I came to it so young and a lot of times I get scared. I don't think I have this, but for the show, but I get scared that, you know, a lot of the love I have for it is nostalgia. And so it makes Mm -hmm. me happy to hear someone come to it later and still, you know, find it to be a great show. Yeah, it is such a good show. (laughs) Yeah, it's fresh in your memory, too, which is good, too. Um, Yeah. (laughs) What would you say? Do you have any favorite episodes or moments? Hmm. I think, I think my, like what stands out to me is, um, well, in the beginning when they're like, you know, in Sailor Moon's kind of meeting all the other Sailor Scouts, like the Mars meeting in particular, I think was um, a standout moment for me. But also I think the standout moment was um, when Uranus and Neptune came in. Um, came into play and just the there's so much there but like the um the surprise elements the gender elements to those two characters um and of course like Sailor Moon Usaki like 
um, kind of having a crush on Sailor Uranus at first. And like, there's just that, that to me stood out a lot. I think, especially just like being, you know, an adult watching this and being like, wow, this was like very, um, ahead of its time, you know? And, (laughs) um, I just love those two characters and, and their whole vibe too. So yeah, that I think was like the biggest standout moment for me was when Uranus and Neptune came into play. Yeah, they are just so epic and cool. Like right when they come on, you're just like, oh my God, who are these cool people? And I want to be them. Literally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they are like cool vibes goals for sure. Definitely. Yeah, just completely seem like they have their life together and just... I don't know. Um, I've been rewatching the third season lately and it just holds up so well. And like I said, like they're just, when they come on the scene, it just, it gains a whole other element and it's just really great. Yeah, exactly. I definitely feel that. Um, With that said, do you have a favorite scout or a senshi? Sailor Mars. I, that's at least who I relate to the most. Um, and yeah, I just love, I just love Sailor Mars so much. I feel like she's such an, I, I'm an, I have, I'm a Scorpio. Um, and I have Mars and Scorpio and Pluto and Scorpio, like all conjunct. And then I also have an Aries moon. So I consider myself very, very Martian. Um, cause both Scorpio and Aries are ruled by the planet Mars. And so when Mars came in, I was just, I felt so, she just makes me feel so seen, especially the like, um, kind of like inner teenager, like rage punk inside of me. <laughs> um, Mars makes me feel so seen and validated. Um, and she's just such a badass. And yeah, she's definitely who, she's my favorite because of that. I'm just like, I just feel so connected to her. Yeah, Mars is great. I um also like her character a lot. And that makes sense, too. I find that a lot of Aries, um, even though you're Scorpio, but you said, you know, you have some connection uh, like Mars. And I find that so funny. And it just makes me believe in astrology all the more. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I love Mars, especially because they made her character so much more than just like, you know, warrior. Like they really, I believe that they did a good job of incorporating both aspects of Mars, meaning the Scorpio parts and the Aries parts. Um, And the Aries parts, of course, being like, she's a badass warrior. She, you know, she can fight so well and she has that sort of instinctual, fighter element and also you know she gets mad (laughs) she can she can fight back like she can bite back I should say (laughs) um pretty easily (laughs) but um she also has that deeper like inner spiritual side to her um and her work that I just like I love so much about her character is that she has this like lineage aspect to her character and um, yeah, like I said, this like almost psychic spiritual aspect as well that I feel like is that deeper, more watery element um, associated with Mars. So yeah, she's just such a dynamic character to me. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, she is. Yeah, you're right. Because they could have just made her like a hothead, but she's also yeah. kind of, like, level-headed and, you know, a warrior, but also like all these things in one. Yeah. Um, well, I want to talk about you a little bit too. Um, 
mention your your signs, but I want to know how did you get into astrology in the first place? Yeah, so astrology is one of those things that just kind of like I don't know exactly how I got into it. Um, I just know I always, for the most part, I've always been at some degree into it. So when I was ever since I was like really little, I I just knew everyone's birthdays. Like I was just someone who knew everyone's birthdays. And I took a lot of pride in that. Um, like I, I still remember a lot of my preschool friends' birthdays. Um, and like, yeah, kindergarten, I remember people's, I remember my teacher's birthdays, like, it's just a weird thing. So I always knew birthdays were important. Um, I don't know why I knew that, but I just had this instinctual feeling around that. Um, and I've always known I was a Scorpio. That's just something I just always remember knowing. Um, and I was really, I got really into it when I was like 11, 12. Um, I think, you know, the internet was becoming more of a thing. And I mean, not that it wasn't a thing before then, but um, just in terms of like being able to search for things on the internet. Mm-hmm. It makes me sound so old. I'm not that old. I just turned 30. But, yeah. <laughs> but the internet hasn't been around for that long. Yeah. I know what you mean, though. Like, yeah. It was just, I gave some more accessible and just like more sites where you can kind of, it was kind of the age I felt like when yeah. you were really like digging into like threads and, you know, different forms. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, not to side note too much, but we we remember what life was like before search, like before search engines and before Google. Like we have those memories, and so yeah. that's why I'm like I must sound so old. If there's any like people <laughs> born in like 1998, 19, oh, like 2000, you know, listening to this, they're they probably exist. like. <laughs> like how is that possible but I know it makes sense like someone born in 2000 is 21 or 20 could be 23 somehow and it's like how yeah makes sense in my mind but yeah exactly but but anyway yeah so I remember being really into like learning about it because specifically because I was really into boys and like you know who am I compatible with who who are my friends compatible with and I remember thinking like this is good information to know, you know? Um, and so that's when I started my like preliminary, you know, obsession and research, but it wasn't until, um, like nine years later, I guess a decade. Yeah. I guess a decade later, um, come 2012 when I saw my birth chart for the first time. And I had a friend who was basically like, Hey, did you know that there's like other signs? Like, moon signs and and she didn't really know what she was talking about but I was very intrigued and um, she had a book so I learned that day that I was like an Aries moon and Pisces rising and all that Um, and then I remember just like being at home at my parents and um, over like a winter break or whatever and and just like googling like you know birth chart and typing in my information and seeing my chart for the first time in it was just like the most incredible experience ever. And I just, I just felt, it was just a really magical moment. And I felt really, it just felt like this is it. Like that's the only way I can really describe it. I just felt like, okay, this is it. This is, this is what you're going to be doing now. (laughs) And I literally didn't sleep that night. I just stayed up and researched. And I was like, I need to know everything that I can know about this topic 
Um, and that was nine years ago. <laughs> it's been like that ever since. So, um, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've just became really obsessed with it and I still am. That's super cool. I feel like you had like a magical girl awakening <laughs> where like you discovered yeah. this thing and it just like changed your life. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. I still, I have a screenshot of that, like of whatever website it was, it was like I fate or something. Um, and yeah, it's just that, that moment was so special. That's super cool. I wish I remember the site. It's funny. you you made me remember something where, um, I would also do the thing where I would look up my my sign and my like a boy like sign to see if we uh were compatible. And it was so randomly. It was like a Sailor Mercury site. It was like SailorMercury.com or Sailor-Mercury.com. I don't even remember. But I remember. Oh my it, gosh. That's so funny. It was like a fan site created for Sailor Mercury. And they had that like thing where you can put in your sign and your crush's sign. And it will tell you if you guys were compatible. And I used that a few times. I don't. I wish I remember the site. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, that's I mean, the only reason I remember is because I took a screenshot and put it on Facebook immediately and was like, holy shit, like, this is amazing. And no one knew what no one understood it. But I'm really glad <laughs> I put it on Facebook. So yeah, I can kind of look back at that, that, mem- that memory. Yeah, you make me want to like go back and dig and see if I can find it in like Wayback Machine or something. Yeah, that's really cool, though. Um Oh, that's fun. Um, which kind of brings me actually, I guess, to the next question, um, which is your app that you co-founded. What um brought you to yeah. create this app? It seems really cool. Yeah, I mean, this that is a really good <laughs> segue into talking about the app because it does have a lot to do with uh yeah, compatibility and 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 all that. So yeah, the app, I've always kind of I've had this like well, I guess I could start by saying um, relationships are just like everything to me. It just in my life, it, it's in my chart, like, you know, relationships are just a big deal. Um, and within that, like, you know, love, connection, all of that. And so I've I've been wondering, like, how is this going to translate into my astrology life and astrology career um, and kind of just like having that in the back of my mind. And then my co-founder reached out to me um, last year and was like, hey, I'm like, I have this idea for this app. Do you want to do this with me, basically? And I was like, actually, yes, I do. (laughs) Um, And so we kind of continued to develop the idea together and um, and launched Cusp. And so, yeah, it's it's basically – for us like filling this space of an astrology app that's love and relationship focused but that isn't like gimmicky and that isn't um basically just that has a lot of depth to it and um you know it's written by actual astrologers it's written by people who um you know have a lot of care and ethics and and the way they're writing as well um and yeah, it's just the content is so rich and so good and unlike any other astrology app out there, I think. Um, and it's just getting better and better, really. We're about to release even more updates to it. And I'm excited about where it's where it's headed. 
Yeah, it looks really cool. I um, am definitely going to download it on my iPad whenever I find my iPad again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's great for compatibility reports. We're about to update them even more um, to be even more like, I don't know, specific is the right word, but um, just we're adding more to them. Like <laughs> so, um, yeah, so right now, <clears throat> excuse me, right now it kind of gives you like a general compatibility report. You have the option to include sexual compatibility as well. Um but when we update it, it's going to have friendship reports. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's going to have, yeah, friendship reports or romantic reports or sexual reports. So you'll be able to sort of um, see what type of compatibility you want. And then also just more in-depth um, synastry match, like, just we're, we're, we're just writing more basically um, about each of those combinations. So yeah, without getting into the nitty gritty of it, there's just like, there's just a lot more to come and we have such amazing writers on our team. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked about it. That sounds really cool. I am very excited. Oh, I did find my iPad's on my bookshelf where it should be. <laughs> so yeah, I look forward to it. I have a, um, an android phone so i was like oh it's only on ios but i was like oh i have an ipad oh so. no, no no we're we're on we're on android too oh, you, are? you can find it oh, yeah okay. okay i don't know why yeah we're ios and um and android and mm. yeah you should be able to find it on i don't know what is it the play store or whatever yeah <laughs> it's fine i get it <laughs> I'm but yeah we're on both all right my co-founder is a is an android person yes. so um <laughs> So yeah, he made sure he made sure of that. Um, but yeah, we have that, and then we also it gives you like daily horoscope as well, um, which are you know written by awesome astrologers. And it's I would say less so like a horoscope in terms of like it's not trying to predict your day, but it's more giving you like a really um, helpful and insightful nugget of wisdom to like carry with you throughout your day um, based on you know the astrology. So we have a lot of really good feedback about our, our horoscopes and I'm really proud, proud of that team. And then we also have these like overviews as well. So you can read about your sun sign in regards to love. You can read about your moon sign, your rising sign, your Venus sign. Um, and then we're also adding some more to come as well for like Mercury and Mars and everything. So yeah, I, it's... It's great. I'm I'm mostly just like so grateful for the team of astrologers we have working on it. They're they all rock and they're all such great writers. So um yeah, it's it's some good content and you know you know it's coming from like good, reputable people. That's really cool. I like just downloaded it. I'm so excited. I actually just found Yay. out my moon sign and rising sign today <laughs> i was like i'm gonna look it up oh wow because i just never um i was always curious and i don't know why i never thought to just like look it up before um and so i did it today i was like oh so i'm like i'm really excited for this app now because i can learn all about my like my life yeah you can learn a lot more What what's your birthday or you don't if you don't want to say oh, it that's fine. <laughs> on air you can fine it's uh, may 19th 1991 so, oh nice yeah. so i'm a taurus um but my moon sign is leo rising sign is sagittarius and my venus sign i'm learning from your app is cancer which makes me happy because it's usagi 
<laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. You're you're basically my half birthday. You were born like <gasps> almost exactly six months. I'm November eighteen, so um okay, cool. I'm like I'm looking at that date now. Mm-hmm. You say you're a Sag rising? Mm-hmm. Wait. Awesome, yeah. okay. I see now. I see it. <laughs> Moon and Leo. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Cool. No idea what assumptions that makes about me, but I'm going to lean into it. <laughs> I see. Well, like what I get from your chart is like the fixed. You're a very fixed person. Mm. Um, just like, you know, the Taurus. You, you might hear like, oh, Tauruses are stubborn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um it's more so, yeah, like stubborn can definitely be a word to describe fixed energy. I would also just call it focused and very concentrated, very dense energy as well. Um, and it's like either not moving or it's moving in one direction and it's not going to change directions unless it wants to. <laughs> that sounds about right. So, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely um, like a loud energy in your chart, I would say, but yeah i guess on top of that i would just say i could tell that the past couple of years have been a roller coaster <laughs> for you that is so true <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so things are are definitely like um they're shifting for sure this year all right. yeah that's that sounds all accurate <laughs> cool yeah kind of wild um that's cool thank you for that yeah, um, which is, I guess, also leads me to my next question. You've started the 11th house, you know, the membership program for students and enthusiasts. And, you know, I know you have that you're an educator on your site. And I thought it was really cool that you have like all these resources for people who are new to astrology or want to learn more. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk a little bit about what the 11th house is about, I would love to hear more. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like everything I'm doing now, especially in terms of education, um, in just like building spaces for community is, is because of what I've lacked and just what I see kind of lacking. Um, but definitely what I was lacking when I first started learning astrology, it's just one of those things where like, I think a lot of people end up in the same situation that I was in, which is you, you know, start to learn this, this thing astrology it's fascinating you become a little bit obsessed um and you want to talk to people about it but most people like it's really hard to talk about it with other people unless they know unless they are equally obsessed you know or know a little bit about it um which you know comes with any sort of like hobby or um or field even that you that or field of study you what have you um but especially astrology, because it is its own language. Um, we're using when when astrologers are talking to each other, it's like we're using words that you would never hear <laughs> in normal conversation. You know, like um, if I I don't know, just to say a phrase like, you know, I'm in my I'm in a seventh house perfection ruled by Mercury conjunct my midheaven. Um, my Mercury is an evening, you know, it's an evening star Mercury. It's out of sect. It's, um, you know, moving towards the station like that whole sentence is, <laughs> is something that it basically is a different language. Right. And so um, 
being able to find other people to speak that language with is so important when you're starting when you're starting out on this journey and just like when you're getting more and more excited about it um it's it's really important to be able to find other people to connect with and 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 like i said speak that language so that's kind of the the space that the 11th house came out of was a desire to kind of create a space for folks to con- to connect and and gather um and share their knowledge, share what they're learning, learn together. Um I think you learn you you learn so much more and so much quicker when you're learning in community with other people as opposed to, you know, just kind of doing it by yourself, being your own little like, you know, research holes. Of course that can be super productive, but to be able to sort of come out of that and and share what you're learning and hear from other people, you're learning just like grows so exponentially and um and yeah and expands so much more and you get other perspectives other way of looking at things it's just this compounding effect when you're learning in community so that's what the 11th house is um kind of born out of a desire for creating more spaces for those type of connections um and just from like my in-person and virtual connections with other astrologers and how much it's just helped me in my life personally, professionally, like in, in all the ways, just being connected with other people in this field has been so rewarding. And I just personally think astrologers are like the coolest people. So, so, um, so yeah, I just wanted to create a space for more of those type of really special connections to, to happen and to blossom. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I feel like like having that community is so important and probably one of the few things I miss about school, like going to a place mm-hmm. to learn is that community yeah. aspect. And even like, you know, learning together and kind of like figuring things out and being able to like, you know, have a study session with a friend and kind of like learn things together and, you know, bounce off each other's yeah. ideas. And that's really cool. That's really cool. Thanks. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. We we basically we meet on we do these like meetups, obviously virtually, um, on the new moon and the full moon every month, mm-hmm. and it's basically a time for me to like I just kind of talk a little bit about the astro weather, which by the way is like the only time you'll ever hear me <laughs> talking about the astro weather <laughs> is with the eleventh houses because I just hate forecasting otherwise, mm-hmm. um, but. But I like talking about it casually with them. And then um, the second half, and then I answer any questions that people might have. We have like a form for people to submit questions and all types of things come up. Um, And then we have, and then I kind of just put people in groups and give people time um, together in these smaller groups to talk really and it's kind of just a space for everyone has at least 10 minutes usually it's like between 10 and 20 minutes a person to just kind of like talk about what's happening in their life um i give prompts to the prompts tend to be about the transits but it's like you know what's going on um in your life and being able to talk about it through again the language of astrology with people who understand that language and can offer advice based on your chart or just you know just offer an ear and hold space um but yeah that's always 
that's always like such a lovely part of it. And then we also do these guest workshops where I'll bring in an astrologer or um, usually it's not an astrologer. Sometimes they're astrologers, but bring in other people, outside people to sort of teach something. Um, and those are going to become public too this year as well. So I'm excited about that. And then we also have like a very active Discord server um, and we do reading trades. And, you know, you also get access to a bunch of my workshops and webinars um, and a bunch of other cool perks too. So, so yeah, it's like a, it's a fun little online community for astro nerds basically. I love that. I've actually never heard that astro nerds. That sounds awesome. Like it makes me want to be one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you, you know, find yourself becoming obsessed with astrology, Mm -hmm. um, hit me up because this is the best place for that. Yes. I feel like after like a week on this app, I'm definitely going to be signing up. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. And then Another thing, like you are very busy and it's amazing. Um, you have a book on Pisces. Um, yeah. How did it feel to write that book? And like, yeah, how was that process? Oh my gosh. It was a process. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it um, in 2019. It came out early 2020. Um, but yeah, I wrote this little book about Pisces and um it was it was challenging in a lot of ways because you know it's like write x amount of words about this one sign you know <laughs> you know what i mean and it was more challenging in terms of yeah just like the assignment and writing is just a difficult thing to do for me in general but i will say it did come it kind of came through me like in a very piscean way like it felt kind of just like channeling almost and like like just like a wave of you know inspiration and words just kind of like dumped on top of me and I just like got it all out um but you know I picked Pisces because I'm a Scorpio but um, I have a Pisces rising and I just especially at that time in my life was just surrounded by Pisces like I still tend to kind of collect Pisces, but Shade, yeah, Shade is a Pisces. Um, I have, uh, I just have a lot of friends who are Pisces and or Pisces risings. Um, my grandmother is a Pisces. It's just like, oh, my boyfriend at the time. I'm we're not dating anymore, and yeah, mm-hmm. but but he was a Pisces. <laughs> Um, I'm like I, I won't go there. <laughs> I don't blame you for. I don't. I don't blame you, especially for dating Scorpio men. But we won't go there. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I just was like, I had so many Pisces around me, and I felt like I wanted to. I chose Pisces over Scorpio because I felt like I was able to give a better. Um a better like I have more perspective I guess on on the different ways that Pisces can manifest um I felt more well-rounded and I was worried that if I did Scorpio it would be a little bit too much about me and I don't know if it's I, I wouldn't know if it was like applicable to like I mean I would I, I would try at least to do that but I think I would have gotten too much in my head about like is this just about me or is this about Scorpios you know what I mean because I'm such an intense super Scorpio mm, okay. <laughs> so that's why I picked Pisces I was like I don't want to I don't want to be in my head about like you know am I doing this 
the right way or whatever. So, so yeah, it was, it was great. Um, I'm looking forward to writing another book that is more generally about astrology and, and like, you know, my education, um, I guess style and how I like to teach astrology. So that's kind of what I'm working on now and we'll be working on all throughout this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, writing is, is challenging for me. <laughs> it's really hard for me, but it's also something that, um, I think once I do, it's sort of like a, you know, being in labor, like once I finally get it out, it's like, oh, okay. Like, I love this baby, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though it hurt, it hurt to get it out. Yeah, yeah. I definitely understand that. I've been, um, trying to engage in a, a writing process for the past few months and it's just been like hard <laughs> and I like writing and it's, it's so, so hard. hard yeah especially you know in this day and age this world that we're that we're living yeah. in right now so you just get distracted because I'm like my phone and I yeah. like Netflix and it's like oh. you got you got to channel Sailor Mercury yeah. um yeah, I think actually maybe I should print out a picture of, of her and keep it at my desk. That might be helpful. <laughs> That's a really good idea. I might do the same thing and I could just be like, be like Mercury. <laughs> yeah, what exactly. What would, what would Mercury do? Um, yes. <laughs> that kind of, I guess, kind of brings me to my expression. We talked about um, Mars and how like she's like really represents Aries well. And I wonder if like you felt the similar way about um, Sailor Moon in general, like all the Sinchi, like Sailor Moon's Cancer, and I think Sailor Jupiter is a Libra, I want to guess. can't remember. So, I think Sag. Oh, Sag, you're right. December probably. 5th. Yeah. Sag. Oh, they have birthdays? Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Hold yeah. on. I want to look that up now. So, yeah. <laughs> I think I have some of that. So Sailor Moon is June 30th. Uh, Sailor Jupiter is December 5th uh sailor venus i think it's april 22nd okay so she's a taurus oh wait maybe not then. interesting either but none of them are tauruses uh okay oh my bad she's october oh, 22nd oh she's she's a libra yeah i was gonna say she mm. seems way more like a libra <laughs> yeah and i think mercury is september 10th yeah she's such a virgo yeah okay okay so i guess i guess the answer is yes um yeah mars <laughs> is i think April 17th I think yeah yeah mm -hmm. and so I think that's like cool. five and let's see Sailor Uranus birthday I'm like forgetting yeah Uranus it says 20 January 27th mm -hmm. and Neptune March 6th which I I, I personally yeah I don't I don't use um Uranus and Neptune as rulers of signs so I mm -hmm. but at the same time it it still makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yes, these all, I think they do a, a really good job of keeping them, you know, pretty true to their, to their signs um, and to their archetypes, to their planetary archetypes. Um, I feel like, yeah, I'm like, do I have words? I mean, Sailor Mercury, especially, I feel like is such a, a Virgo archetype, um, less, definitely less so of the Gemini archetype. I think they did, they just like decided to like go have you on the Virgo side. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They're all, they, they all are so good. 
Yeah. It just realized, you made me realize that we could probably find all of their like rising and moon signs because assumingly they all were born in Tokyo, Japan. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm probably going to look that up later for fun. Just for curiosity. Yeah, I wonder what what year you would use. Oh, that's a good. Well, they do have their ages. So if the show takes place in like when it was came out, like they were all born in like the seventies, like late seventies. Okay. Um, oh yeah, maybe. that's definitely possible. Then yeah. <laughs> that'd be fun. Oh, I might try that. <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, yeah, that's cool. I'm happy to know that. A lot. Of, I've heard that. Um, they are, you know, accurate to their signs, but I've never asked an astrologer, so I was like, okay, yeah, I feel expert. like they, I feel like that it's, you know, okay, so the only the only sailors that I haven't, the only scouts that I haven't um, actually seen in the show yet because I haven't gotten there, I haven't seen Saturn or Pluto yet. Mm. I haven't gotten oh, wow. to them, um, so I can't comment on those two but um oh it's funny sailor sailor saturn's birthday is in two days it's january 6th um (laughs) but yeah i remember like sailor venus just being like i was just like oh my god this is she's just such a libra (laughs) um they just did such a good job i feel like yeah yeah i'm very i'm i was i was really like pleased and impressed by how the character how the characters are like such great representations of their archetypes yeah and i feel like too for me like i don't know what came first like a chicken or the egg but like sailor moon planets and astrology were like all happening at the same time like as interest in my younger self Mm -hmm. and so i'm happy to know that there is some intersectionality there that's yeah there's there definitely mm-hmm. is, and um, yeah, I, I would be interested in seeing their full charts actually, because yeah, <laughs> oh, they're so great. I also love how like Sailor Jupiter is like the biggest one, you know, like Jupiter is the biggest planet. Mm-hmm. Sailor Jupiter is like tall. Um, I love how um, yeah, Sailor Mercury has like her cute little bob. Um, yeah, there's just so many. There's so many good, yeah, good ties. Sailor Pluto too. When you meet her, she's kind of like recluse a little bit, like to herself, which kind of like makes sense for Pluto being like the farthest planet and all these things. Yeah, so, yeah, that's it's it's a really thoughtful show, sense. I think, and, and series. Um, you mentioned that you're not really into anime, but are you into any other like nerd things, or what else? What else do you stand in general, actually? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm not like that's like the least cool thing about me is that I I don't have like a <laughs> a fandom or anything that I'm that's in. Fine. You probably save so much time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when I was um yeah for me it's like music like you know I could say I'm a Frank Frank Ocean stan that's probably like, the closest but I really yeah like annoying like bands like like the strokes is like my favorite band and like arctic monkeys and shit like that so i'm more of like a music stan i guess especially certain rock music and also like emo music um <laughs> but <it>. um 
But yeah, in terms of, I'm like trying to, I guess if I had to think about it, then like, it's just, it's not there. <laughs> um, in terms of other anime, though, I never really watched anime. I did watch the movie Akira, which I thought was yeah. so amazing. And of course, you know, my name is Kira. So I had a little oh, yeah. bit of a connection there. It's not it's not the same, obviously, as Akira. But close enough. Close yeah. enough. <laughs> close enough. Um, and that's like, I loved that, that movie a lot. And I'm sure... There's maybe like another movie or two that I'm not remembering, but I have a, a humongous amount of respect and, and reverence for um, just anime in general. I know that's like a huge, you know, anime encompasses so much, but mm-hmm. I I love how much our generation um, loves it. And like, it's just a kind of like a part of millennial culture at this point and even Gen Z culture and um i i love that i love that a lot and it's funny because i feel like when we were younger it was such a nerd thing and now it's like just like embedded in our (laughs) in our culture yeah it's like pop culture now (laughs) before it was like yeah now it's cool now it's like very cool it is it's like yeah it's so weird but i love it for us (laughs) yeah i love it for us i love it for my millennials yes (laughs) we deserve yes that is super cool um and there are sailor moon movies too if you ever um, have a chance i don't know if you you might have watched them but no i haven't there are three and there's musicals um and so there's a lot out there as well you can get into if you want to dig more into sailor moon Awesome. Yeah, I feel like Shade told me a little bit mm-hmm. about that. And I was like, I need a, I need to not work so much. So I have time for fun stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, balance. Balance is important. <laughs> yeah. Um, and do you have any advice for anyone who wants to either become an astrologer or just get more into astrology? Yeah, my, my advice is always going to be start with traditional astrology um that's my that's my lineage that's like kind of what I teach and where I come from is this branch of astrology called Hellenistic Hellenistic astrology that um yeah basically is part of traditional astrology and the reason I say start there is because there is a system there are like almost formulas even and not to say that it's limited or restricted to that but um it can be so overwhelming because there's so much out there. There's so many different ways you can approach astrology. And in my opinion, starting from this grounded, rooted place of traditional astrology will give you like an incredible foundation to just build off of and to take it in so many different areas. Um, so that's where I, I would say to start traditional i would say if you like have no idea and you like don't even know where to begin um i'm a i'm personally like an audio learner um audio visual learner so i'm really into podcasts and webinars and anything i can like watch and listen to um and so i'm gonna obviously recommend my podcast the astrology show um which i think is like just really good for getting started. Um, it's, it's all very conversational. And I basically have these like really 
in-depth conversations with other astrologers um, and kind of break down things to make it less overwhelming. Um, so I think my, my podcast is a great resource. The other incredible resource is the Astrology Podcast hosted by Chris Brennan. Um, he's a colleague and friend and he, you know, like he is how I learned what I know for not all of it, obviously, but like, it's just such an incredible free resource. Um, and it's on YouTube. So like I said, if you're a visual learner and there's just so much content, like Chris has done an incredible job. Um, and it's been running for like six years at this point so there's there's just a lot out there um i was on an episode he was on an episode of my podcast so um friend 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 podcast friends i guess but yeah i would say starting there and actually like getting actual reputable astrologers like learning from them um is going to be the best way to go and you know if you find other if you find astrologers especially from those are two shows that you're interested in, like follow them, consume their content, maybe take some of their classes or, you know, see what offerings they have. And then I'm going to like highly, highly, highly recommend getting a reading from a professional astrologer um, and spending the money on that, you know, because it's, there's just nothing like it. There's nothing like um, having someone synthesize your chart in real time, as opposed to just like, you know, definitely download cusp but like an app is not is not going to be the same as like having you know a living breathing astrologer um synthesizing everything um for you and you know being able to ask questions and really clarify things with an astrologer is just so priceless um so that's going to be my other big suggestion especially if you're like learning or what have you like it's just it's so helpful to be able to just talk to an astrologer. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it at that, you know, follow, follow people whose work resonates with you and, you know, um, go from there. That makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I hope to get a reading one day because I'm like so happy. Um, yeah, I, I'd love to recommend some folks if you're, when you're, when you're ready. So yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll hit you up for sure. Um, or maybe you. I don't know. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're open to it. Um, but. Yeah, of course. And um, I just wanted to plug to uh, the 11th house. I think seems like a great resource as well from what I'm hearing. Yes. And so. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. My my whole brand basically is centered around teaching astrology. So <laughs> I'm a good place to come to if, if you're if you're really interested in learning. Um yeah. I really appreciate that because I feel like I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like astrology is one of the things that feels a little bit intimidating. So it's nice to have mm-hmm. a welcoming space where it's like, it's okay if you don't know anything. Like, I will help you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I have a lot of um, like workshops, webinars, that type of stuff um, on my website as well. I don't know when this is coming out, but all of that, my website is kind of relaunching and kind of opening up all my offerings again in early february so that'll be there this episode will come out before then but for people who know um who are listening you know check out her website in a few weeks awesome (laughs) and just like sailor moon had her sailor moon says phrase at the end of every episode 
um, which is actually not on the Hulu version, but it's on like the older 90s one. It's like PSA, oh. um, where she would just kind of like give a, uh, just like a, a, yeah, like a PSA, like, you know, the old school 90s PSAs where it's like, mm-hmm. boys are going to be mean to you. Don't let them. <laughs> but um, but I say all that to say, what would your phrase be? So Sailor Kara says. Sailor Kira says, hmm, give me, let me think about this. Um, Like, I I have to get this out of, I have to say this before we end, because it's on my mind, the fact that we haven't said, I haven't said anything about tuxedo mask. Oh my God, yeah, do it. (laughs) I don't know why, I feel like I have to say, (laughs) he's just the most hilarious character ever to me, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He really is. He just like he's so ridiculous. He has to be a Leo. He has to be he the a, Leo, Leo character, absolutely. right? Okay, yeah. Because see, it's just like he just comes in. It's like this grand show. It's all appearances. Like he never does anything except throw a rose at someone. Um, <laughs> am I dragging you too much? Anyway, I just, I just no, couldn't like fine. leave here without. Um, <laughs> Without mentioning tuxedo mask. Um, Okay, what would my Kira's says be? I think it would be, um, you know, a phrase that I use a lot is timing is everything. And so um, just know, yeah, Kira says timing is everything and things are going to happen when the timing is right for them. Nice. I love that. That is... So true and so absolutely correct. Also, you did not drag Tuxedo Mask too much. <laughs> he gets dragged so much on the show. <laughs> Every time, I love it. Um, good, good. Was, yeah, in one of my most recent rewatches, I was like, he is so ridiculous. Like, he really just popped up, threw a rose, and left. And, and like, sometimes it's like, they were fine. Yeah. Like, Or it's like, you didn't help at all. Like, mm-hmm. You just came in here to like look cute and say you did something where you actually didn't do anything. Yeah. And I actually find it funny. You'll see um uh Uzaki gets another love interest in season five. Um Ooh. who is also a Leo. And I always just found that interesting that she goes for two Leos in her in, in the span of the show. I I'm so for it. I love like a Cancer Leo couple. Ooh, okay. I like that combo Mm -hmm. because it's like Cancer and Leo are ruled by the sun and the moon. Um, And so it's like the luminaries. You get that warmth. You get that illumination, that brightness, that like they just are drawn. I think people are drawn to Cancers and Leos um, because of that. They have this just luminance, luminosity to them almost. Mm Um, so I love when Cancer Leo couples get together because I'm like, oh, it's like the sun and the moon or like, you know, the yeah. king and the queen. Oh, I love that. I never even thought about that. And the other fun thing yeah. is the other love interest is a July Leo and Tuxedo Mass is an August Leo. I don't know if you subscribe to oh. the theory, but that's what was interesting <laughs> to me too. It's like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> so, but yeah. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you coming on the show um thanks for having me and lastly what is next for you and where can people find you awesome yeah um what's next for me well yeah i'm launching i'm 
launching season three of my podcast in February. Um, I'm just like doing this whole rebrand, redoing my website, um, and then also opening the doors to the 11th house again, all starting February 7th. So that's like a huge thing that's coming up. Um, and I'm really, really stoked about that. And I'm also hosting a retreat in France, which mm-hmm. I haven't announced yet, but it's it's going to happen. Um, it's going to be like knitting and astrology. I'm really, really stoked about that. That's going to be in June. Um, and yeah, besides that, it's just kind of like 11th house stuff and podcast stuff and cusp stuff. Cusp, oh yeah, that's another thing, Cusp. Um, the new update's coming out soon with these expanded compatibility reports um, and even more to come on that front too. So just lots of work and lots of traveling um, and speaking at two astrology conferences this year and I'll be traveling for that and I'll be in Europe for two months. Um, so just bopping around trying to meet, you know, astro nerds in real life, hopefully this year and um yeah just keep keep expanding keep doing astro that sounds so cool do you say knitting like knit like the knit yeah yeah oh, knitting yeah that sounds like so much fun <laughs> i have um yeah i'm collabing with one of my one of my like students and clients is um her and her partner host these knitting retreats they're french and um i was like hey do you want to like do a collab because I want to come to France and knit. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that's that's happening. Um, everything's still – we're still, like, sorting out details and stuff. So we haven't announced anything yet, but I guess I'm too excited about it, so I've been talking about it. Um, so, yeah, you can – all of that is going to be uh, on my website, theastrology.com, and on social at theastrology. Um, and on cusp, uh, the cusp front, you can find us cuspastrology.com on social, on Instagram, cusp.astrology. Um, and yeah, definitely follow us on Instagram. We post a lot of good content, a lot of like good astro weather content. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, I think it just, yeah, the podcast, the astrology show. Um, we have an Instagram for that too. And more to come for yeah all of that the 11th house everything awesome well i am so excited for you and everything sounds amazing and i already downloaded the app and that will be my night <laughs> yes. and um yeah thank you again for coming on the show um and once again i am victoria l johnson host of the salem fan club podcast and you can find me at miss old school on twitter and instagram and you can find the podcast at moonies club on twitter and moonies underscore club on instagram and we have merch if you want to check out our merch at mooniesclub.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe, leave us a review, all the fun stuff. Um, and yeah, and thank you again for coming on the show and trashing Tuxedo Mask and talking about astrology with me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It's been a blast. Bye, Moonies.